2: to the ticket weeknights on ninety 93.7 the ticket and the ticket here's your host nicole griffin
1: craig has waited patiently through the break here on ticket weeknight he has something on his mind he tried to call in once we didn't get to him he's called back in craig what do you got on your mind
2: yeah, I was hoping to – I know DP's trying to be smoothing things over tonight, but I'd like him <laughs> to uh, speak to the economic impact of what home games mean to Nebraska, how big of a thing it is, and when the sellout streak ends, and it's going to end, uh, how big of an impact that will have on our economy. I think the one thing all of us diehard sports people like to think about is we love our Huskers, But what happens to the Lincoln community when this thing gets railroaded down into the ground? And if it gets that bad and we go from 90 to 80 to 70 to 60 to 50, what economic impact that means for this community. Uh, There are things I think people don't realize how big of an impact sports has had on this town. They'll move, they'll pack the stadium up and move it to Omaha. I mean, it's, you got to keep this thing rolling. Uh, otherwise, you're going to lose it, and this community is going to go dirt into the ground. And I think, I mean, you can be short-sighted, but you need to think one, two, five, six, ten years from now. It's heading downhill hard for 10, 15 years. You, you can't let this continue. It's got to pick up and pick up fast. But I'd like to hear what DP thinks about that. He lives in a neighborhood that would be economically impacted if that thing just railroads into the ground. Thanks, guys.
0: So I don't think that it will be allowed to stay in the direction that it's headed. Why? Because when you listen to people who are in positions of authority, they will tell you. They know how important it is, how much it impacts the economy, how much it impacts the community. They know. Um, but also think of it this way, that a lot of the, the place, the, the the space that you're in currently actually was for that very reason. You needed somebody that would draw folks to Lincoln, somebody that folks would, would, would be willing to spend dollars behind, People, somebody that folks would be willing to write checks for. And all of that's done, but then the great redirect happens, which is you're being reminded that business is not priority one. Winning is priority one, which facilitates business being a high high function and a high response um, structure, connection. All those are priorities below business but business is actually good right now but the question is how long will business continue to be good I think business and winning will move together at some point they will get back on the same page but nobody's going to allow it to drop to 60,000 too many too much of an uproar too much too much uproar would happen for that um But remember, most of the athletic department accounts are in surplus.
3: Yeah, and in terms of the sellout streak, we kind of had this conversation going into the season um, because it kind of felt, especially post-Illinois, that it was going to end, Um, and for good reason. And they were very adamant on continuing it. Um, because it's that symbol of the rich history of nebraska football and and I know people have their personal opinions on it and whether or not it's you feel like it's real or fake or or whatever that throw that to the side but I think there that showed when it was just in danger of dropping of not being a consecutive sellout they you know did everything they could and they became they came up with the red carpet experience to to help all those underprivileged kids come to the game just to obviously kind of Two two birds with one stone thing there, where you're helping out the underprivileged kids, but then you're also continuing the tradition of Nebraska football
1: with the sellout streak. I I think there's another thing that fans don't really understand, and they they kind of see as the the sellout streak as a way to send a message, I guess, to the athletic department that the product that there the fans are seeing isn't good enough. But the athletic department knows when the product isn't up to up to standard. You don't need to end a sellout streak to do it. And the sellout streak is something completely and 100% owned by the fans. That's something that you have perpetuated, that you have created. And it's, it's something that the football team can use as a recruiting tool. It's like, hey, look how great our fans are. But that is something that is, that is yours. That's not, you know, Adrian Mar- uh, Martinez doesn't own the sellout streak. You own the sellout streak. The fans own the sellout streak. It's something that you can take pride in that you've done. And so I, I, I don't think fans will realize how bad they will feel if they let the sellout streak go. I think it's something that they will have great remorse over if they, if they do it with a vengeful spirit.
0: Would you rather win the Big Ten Championship or continue the sellout streak?
1: Win the Big Ten Championship.
0: Focus. Focus.
1: I'm not... Focus.
0: This is what I tell people. Focus because if you win the Big Ten Championships, you take care of the you take care of the sellout streak. You win games, you take care of the sellout streak. You win games, you take care of the community. Losing games will cause all of that to be problematic. Win games, and ultimately at some point, they'll replace that at the top of the pyramid where it belongs, and then they'll they'll get things right. But if they still deal with the guys somewhere around the second or third tier still making cash, then you're gonna be in the same place you're in. Stop protecting money and get wins.
1: Well, I get DP mic drop moment right there. And I don't think anyone's going to disagree with you that winning is going to fix everything. But we'll be right back for the next hour here on the Ticket Weeknight with DP, Nick's leaving, and Big Sky.